This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
Before we start part two of this episode on spiritual gluttony, I'm really, really excited to tell you guys about this holiday ad special that we're hosting here on the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I've worked with so many corporate companies and helped bring them new business. You guys hear the sponsors on the show, but I really want to give back to you guys who listen to the show, who have businesses and who are gearing up for an exciting holiday season. Or if you're not even planning anything specific for the holidays, but you want to get your brand out there, I want to open up my audience to you. If you're looking for a way to gain new clients for your business without having to show up on social media, write emails, or cultivate an audience of your own, hear me out. For a limited time only, I'm offering a holiday ad special for my listeners where you can promote your product or service right here on the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. According to statistics, 86.5% of participants listen to podcast ads and 55.6% have made a purchase based on an ad. Say goodbye to your business getting lost in the feeds of social media or trying to figure out what type of content that you need to create and purchase a podcast ad that will put you in the ears of hundreds of thousands. And the best part is I'm never going to take your ad out. So people who are listening years from now will still be hearing about your business. To learn more about our holiday ad special, click the link in the show notes or visit blessedandbossedup.com slash ad special. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash ad special. There are limited ad spots available, so don't procrastinate. We only have a limited amount of episodes, so I can't do it for everybody. So do not procrastinate. Go to blessedandbossedup.com slash ad special. Let's start this show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up. Presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. And so even going back to spiritual gluttony, it should be that we are utilizing this to transform our lives, to look more like Christ, to mm. be who God has called us to be. It's when we get to the point of we're just taking information and you're, there's no, if you're not using it for yourself, because some people who are spiritual gluttons also have all of this information and they want to try to tell you about your life, but there's no personal transformation. I can teach the way that I do because I've lived it. <laughs> Like I have lived me being like, God, this is outrageous what you're asking me to do. I'm going to do it anyway. But also I need to see, like, I hope this is you because this feels cuckoo bananas. (laughs) Like this doesn't feel, this doesn't feel right. And so knowing that you can't follow your feelings, but you have to follow the father is what really keeps me rooted because your feelings be lying. The Bible says that the heart is deceitful above yeah. all else. Mm-hmm. Nobody can even explore the depths of its wickedness. That's how horrible your heart hearts are. And yeah. you're like, follow your heart. No, 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 no. Actually, mm-hmm. that's wrong. <laughs> but yeah. we don't know that because we're not going in and checking the word for ourselves. Yeah. I challenge anybody who's listening, like a word that you feel like you got from God. And you're like, I ain't seen this come to pass. Blah, blah, blah. Check it against the Bible. Because people just be talking. They be prophesying and not prophesying. Yeah. And not telling the full truth. 
And to be honest, they can't, you know, the Bible says we prophesy in part, you know, Mm -hmm. we only understand in part. So they can't tell the full truth. That's why it's, or they can't tell the totality of the situation. And that's why it's our duty to go back to the word because they could prophesy all day. You are going to be the head and not the tail above and not beneath the lender and not the borrower. You're like, yeah, that's me. That's me. But that's a blessing for obedience. So The totality of that is, if you're not obedient, that's actually not going to happen. You just scroll down a little bit to the other part of Deuteronomy to see what's actually going to happen when you disobey. That That's the category that you fall into if you're not being obedient. If you want to fall into that category of these promises, that takes obedience. And I love how we talked about um, Jesus and we talked about Paul. All of this is written. Yes. You can literally go to the Gospels and read. That's why they were, everybody was there writing stuff down for us to have the manual. Yeah. We can go and read and see the anguish. Yep. We could go and read and see the things that, that Jesus was, was put through. And we can also see the result of those things so that we can apply it to our life. And the own, and the, the key, because most of us were looking for a way around the uh, difficulty of truth. We're looking for an easy way out, one that feels the best. There isn't one, <laughs> you know, plot twist, spoiler alert. There's no <laughs> easy way out. Yes. It's going to be hard. But a lot of us are taking, I talked about um, avoidance behaviors. A lot of us have these spiritual avoidance behaviors. So we're not facing the uncomfortable truths yeah. in our, our walk with God. But we have this manual that we can look and the, the, the key that everybody that we talked about, they made the decision. That's it. They just decided that mm-hmm. your will be done. Not, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Yeah, that's it. They yeah. just made a decision to do what it is that God was telling them to do, despite how they felt. Yeah. And if they felt a certain type of way, like uh, Habakkuk, you take it to God because yeah. He still cares about how you feel. Yeah, but your decisions need to be made in alignment with what he's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And even like with Jesus on the cross, and here's this is why it's important to read the word because a lot of times when you are already in the word, the word that God sends your way will be confirmatory of what he's already said to you. So mm-hmm. I, if you know me, I talk about discipline all the time. It is something that I'm in constant pursuit of. So imagine my surprise yesterday when I walk in and my pastor's new service series is all about discipline. I was like, are you really be out here mm-hmm. following me around? <laughs> um, but even in that, when you look at Jesus on the cross, and this is something that stood out to me. I, I had an assignment for church and we were doing, um, we were teaching on the seven last sayings of the, on the cross because God doesn't waste words. And Jesus had these seven sayings on the cross. And I can't remember who it was. Um, it was either my first lady or uh, her brother, Minister Dominique, but they were talking about when Jesus said um, into my soul, it was Dominique for sure. Into my soul, I commit my, your, uh, I commit my spirit or into your hands. I commit my spirit. The verse before that, he was asking God why he had forsaken him. Mm. And there's a level of trust that you have to have to where he may have felt forsaken, but he knew that he wasn't. Yeah. 
And so even though I felt forsaken, I'm still going to put my soul into your hands. That's how much I trust you. That mm-hmm. even though what I see doesn't add up with what I what I thought I knew, I'm still going to commit my soul into your hands. Mm-hmm. And we get so frustrated with God about things that are material that happen here. And oftentimes we can be blinded by what we see, but there's a reason why the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. It doesn't say we walk by faith and not by fear. So people try to make the opposite of, of faith fear. And that's just not what it is. <laughs> like it's sight. You have to stop looking at what's going on around you and stay focused on the father and what he's called you to do because he can't lie. That's in the Bible, Numbers 23, 19. So you have to just really be able again to learn the character of God. Even when God um, allows judgment to, to pass because he, he is God, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a loving father. He wants the best for us, he, but he's also going to discipline us. He is still big capital G God. <laughs> like, he still is like, that you don't want no smoke with me, God. <laughs> like, I'll flood this whole earth, God. Like that's it's still him. And mm-hmm. so we have this misconception that because we rock with God, that our forgiveness of our sins means that there's no consequence to our sin. That's mm-hmm. also a lot. David, he killed his he killed his baby mama husband. And God forgave him, but that baby died. And that was the consequence. Mm-hmm. Whether or not we understood it, that was the consequence. But there's always the Bible, the principles of God are the same. Sin equates to death always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we think it's God being mean, but God cannot lie. David was out of position. He brought the consequence on himself. So although God, God could have struck David down and killed him and stripped him of his kingship, there was a lot of things that God could have did. But because God cannot lie and also consequences still stand, mm-hmm. even when you do not um even when you don't like the consequence, it's the consequences of your actions. Sin yeah. still equals death and God is still good. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you see it throughout his family the with the rape of his daughter. Like there was just a lot of stuff that happened because mm-hmm. of decisions that David made. Mm-hmm. And yet you know, God still called him a man after his own heart. Mm-hmm. And so we have to stop um, being mad at God for the consequences of your actions. Oh no, it's the consequences of my actions. <laughs> what? Like it's the consequences of your actions. So he'll forgive you, but the consequences still stand. He forgives yes. the murderer, but also your prison ministry about to be strong. You're about to do 25 to life. My God. <laughs> I'm glad that you'll, yeah, let him use you in there because that's what's going to happen. And, and for so- those of you guys who are listening too, because I do want to bring it back full circle how wonderful is God that he sent Jesus to, to prepay yes. for the sins that we commit today? Because yes. the wages of sin is still death, but Always. Jesus came and paid it all. Mm-hmm. Like that's something to get excited about. Yep. That's yep. something to just be joyful of. Like, God, you love me so much that all I have to do is repent. Yes. And follow you. And, and follow was thinking, you. And was thinking about us the minute we sinned. The Bible is just a love story. Mm-hmm. They ate that fruit. And before they even left the garden, he was like, that's all right. That's yep. all right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you 
that you may bruise the heel, but he's going to crush your head. God was already in Genesis planning a redemption story for us to be back in relationship with him. And that is why I can do whatever God asked me to do because his love for us, it's, it just is in the beginning. <laughs> like if we jacked up and he was already, he's like, okay, I, the consequence, because I am God, I have to kick you out. Like there's going to be a consequence, mm-hmm. but, but he loves us so much that he was already in the beginning, in that very same chapter, yeah. he had already made the redemption plan. Yep. Like that's my that's my daddy. <laughs> like yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm already going to do what I need to do because he wants to be in relationship with us, and that's why I would encourage anybody, especially those who are new in the faith, like know that he wants to be in relationship with you. We are his, whether good, bad, or indifferent. Even when he doesn't agree with our choices, we are still his. So we, yes, we have to deal with the consequences, but we're still his. He's a father. He's yes. our father. And so when we understand the totality of that, that even when, even in the mess, he's still there. Mm-hmm. So even though the baby died and all of that, he he still healed David's heart. David's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna repent, do this, do that. And when that baby passed away, David was like, God is still good. Mm-hmm. When those three Hebrew boys were about to get thrown in the flames, they was like, we're not bowing down to you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you got going. Um, our God's going to save us. And even if he doesn't, he's still God. Mm-hmm. And too often we expect God to be like some superhero because we need to quit watching these Marvel movies. And it's just not always like that. Mm-hmm. Some of us need to have an even if he doesn't praise, because a lot of times when he doesn't, it's because there's something he's protecting us from that we can't yeah. see. Mm. And even if he doesn't praise, that is good. Like, even if you don't, because mm-hmm. I definitely had my whole little life planned out with some little ugly boy. And I just knew I was going to be I was I already had planned out. He was in the military. So I was be a military wife. This was familiar territory to me because my dad was in the military. It all seemed right. And then he randomly broke up with me and I was like, wait, what? And I was devastated. But fast forward years later, come to find out he's a whole atheist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just go to church with your mama <laughs> together. <laughs> wait a minute. But God, but God was protecting me. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. Not me. Oh, mm-hmm. he, sir, you will be alone because I love Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it's that even if he doesn't. So even at 17, I couldn't appreciate it. It was ghetto. I ended up meeting my husband the same weekend. Wild. Mm-hmm. So even when even when he doesn't, even when things don't work out the way that you want, the way that the the thing that keeps me is knowing like, OK, God, maybe not in this moment, but I know you're going to show me why this was the better fit. Yeah. I know I trust you in some into your hands. I commit my spirit because even though this looks bad, I know there's something here. There's a reason as to why this did or didn't work out. And either way, you're good. Mm-hmm. Either way, because you're God, because you're God all by yourself, because I'm not attached to your hand and the things that you give me. I'm attached to who you are in my life and the way that you love me because I have that kind of connection. It don't matter. That's why even with this hurricane, like I was like, look, will the house will the house be here when we get back? I don't know. But even if it's not, 
that means God about to set me up for a better one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's not, I have my husband, my grandmother, and my two fur babies, and this is really all that I need. Mm-hmm. And so too often we get so attached to the promises of God and mm-hmm. not who God is to us personally. Mm-hmm. Just the stuff can't have you. You can have the stuff, but it can't have you. And so that's really at the root of it. If you're collecting all of this, this information and you're trying to look like you have the appearance of holiness, but you're really not in relationship with God, it's not going to hold up. Mm-hmm. Because the challenges will come not just from um, the enemy, but life be life in. Hurricanes just be happening. And that's just a part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> life, life is just also life. And so we have to make sure that the things that we are ingesting, the the parts of the word that we are eating are things that are going to be nutritious to us. So that means that you have to check, like, am I prideful? Mm -hmm. You disrespect me. You you may get Peter. You may get Jesus. I'd be trying to make it Jesus all the time, but that just may or may not happen. (laughs) Um, I always joke and be like, well, Jesus, but he cut somebody off in front of Jesus and he's still up there. That means I got (laughs) one good ear. I cut off at least, <laughs> at least God, at least one. Um, but it's it's so important that when we go to these to the Word and we're finding sources and and doing all of this, that it's really for our own transformation and not because the Bible said that if I do X, Y, and Z and turn around three times and shout and and click my heels, that I'll have everything that I want. That's just not even how it works. Because oftentimes, what you think that you want and what you really need are two different things. And God's going to give you what you need. Not always what you want. Not right off the bat. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. These words are ones that I want everybody to just keep in mind that either way, God is still God or nevertheless, let your will be done and not my own. Like these are phrases that I would suggest everybody just keep in your heart. And this is something that I even practice myself. Like, cause I'm a, God is my father, right? I could cast my mm-hmm. cares onto him. He is my safe space. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be over here in a corner upset and not talking to God about it. So I'm going to go to God like, Lord, what's up? Just like Habakkuk. Like what, yeah. what's, what's up? Yeah. And I'm going to let it all out. And for me, my practice is I always say, nevertheless, <laughs> yes, nevertheless. And I don't even have to go into the, you know, not your will, but I mean, not my will, but your will be done because I know what it means for me. And God knows what I'm saying. It's just God, yeah. nevertheless. And when I wipe them tears away and when I get out of my feelings, when I stand up from being on my face, when I finish my temper tantrum, my action is going to be what he wants me to do, yeah. despite how I feel about it. And it's such an important process because it robs the enemy of the opportunity to let your emotions destroy you because I've already acknowledged how I feel. I've already mm-hmm. told God that I was upset, that I was frustrated, that this hurt my feelings that I don't understand. I already told him all of that. And I also already told him that nevertheless. Mm-hmm. So devil, you can't come and talk to me about nothing. Me and God already covered it. Bye-bye. Try again. Yeah. Me and God <laughs> already covered it. That, yeah, I feel away, but I'm going to do his will anyway. So get out my yeah. face. Yeah, it was already established in Genesis that you'll bite the heel, but the head will be crushed. Jesus already came and fulfilled that promise. Your head been crushed, bro. So me even dealing with you, I I have the victory. So 
Shoot. Yes. Yes. Put some respect on my name. Come on now. Exactly. I'm like, I, why am I? You want to argue? I argue with you. Argue you with you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, and even like when we, here's the thing, because I've loved, I love the simplicity of the word. And I always say that the biggest issue is that God's word is simple. And we think that because it's simple, that it makes it easy. Those are not the same thing. Simplicity means that it's not so complex. What has happened is Christian culture has come in, child. We be adding rules, taking it away. We be like, we just do, we just do whatever. We just be ruining stuff. (laughs) Like Leave it up to humans and wow. And so I, I love that God's word is so simple and it translates well. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship with you, then if I have beef with you and we're in true relationship, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have been married. It'll be 11 years this week. And when we have beef, oh, we need to talk. Because I'm in a relationship with you. It's Mm -hmm. cool to get wise counsel. It's cool to get, um, you know, the practical things. But at the end of the day, I have to have a conversation with you so we can move forward. Because if not, resentment comes in. And that's what the enemy tries to do. He wants us to become apathetic towards the things of God to where it doesn't move us. And once you have this apathy, you can then be easily disconnected from God. So it's important to when you have disappointments, when you struggle with something with God, that you take it to him immediately. But Christian culture makes you feel like you can't come to God and be authentic. Mm-hmm. Like you have to come and you, you can't be. No, I would pull up a guy like I'm mad. Well, my Gigi passed away and I was praying for her healing, baby. At first, I wasn't even aware. I knew something was off, but I wasn't I wasn't in the faith long enough to understand the feeling that I was having. So I was still doing the things and I was at church and I was like, God, worship ain't hidden like the way that I, I'm standing in the pews. Like I'm standing up. The music is playing. I'm like, God, this is not something is off. Yeah. Like, it's not hidden. I'm like, what's going on? And he said, you mad at me. And I mm-hmm. said, you're right, I am, because my granny had died. And, and I was praying, and I had fasted, and I was believing you for, for her healing. And what happened? And he said, what makes you think she's not healed? Because mm. she's not with you? Oh, wow. oh my God. Because she she with me. She's where she wants to be. Mm. She's with me. And she's completely healed. And so because the delivery of what you prayed for didn't look like what you wanted, you mad. That's okay, boo. Come back here. Come here. <laughs> Let's hug it out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dang. Oh, gather me whole in this church. Yeah. And immediately, I felt this softening of my heart because he was right. I had to repent because the delivery of the promise didn't look like what I wanted to look like. I was upset. And didn't know how to articulate it. Mm-hmm. But it, the fact that I knew something was off, it just was like, God, something's off. What's up? We don't always have to have the language. We just have to have the heart and the willingness to submit whatever is on our heart to God. We try to come to God with it already together. But then what is the point of you needing a God if you can fix you? Mm-hmm. And so it's so important to just that, that even if he doesn't, he did. He absolutely answered my prayer for mm-hmm. her. And I'm over here feeling like there was something I missed. 
I didn't pray right. I'm mad at God. It just wasn't making sense because we were doing the things and I was believing God for this supernatural healing. Like it, it, but what happened was my prayer was answered very much so because the way that she went home was the way that a way that was in alignment with what she wanted. Mm. And so after she passed away, we were going through her stuff and there was a copy of her, like, like they asked you like your, what you want blah, like when you're on um, hospice and mm-hmm. I read it and it was exactly, she got exactly what she wanted. She wanted to be at home. She wanted to be a sound mind. She wanted to be able to live out the rest of her days in a way that like of integrity. And that's exactly what happened. She was at home. She was with her family and I was not, the medical part of me was like, man, the way that it progresses is like at some point she'll be unconscious and we're like have to do oral care and turn her and change her. I was like, Gigi is not going for that. And that's exactly, she did not. She was like, nah, I'm out. Um, before y'all do all the, before we get there, baby, I'm going to be on. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so in, in me being able to sit back and see the totality of it, God not only, only answered my prayer, but he, he answered his daughter's heart's posture. She, she let me know that she had her bags packed and she was waiting on Jesus. I asked her to quit saying that to me. <laughs> yeah. Saying that to me because you don't know what you're praying, trying to keep you alive. <laughs> so stop saying that to me. And so he honored both of us. He answered the prayers of both of us. Mm. And I was like, dang, God, it was really selfish. Only for a pandemic to come where, you know, she had lung cancer for a pandemic to come that would have made things just so much more tense and stressful. And yeah. I think that even, you know, believing God in those moments and having that nevertheless and being authentic, you can't get around that. That's relationship. Yeah. That's so good. I want to cover one more base before we leave because you know me, I like to make sure we cover, I want people to walk away from an episode with everything that they need at that time. Yeah, to make the transformation. So one thing I want you to touch on, because you even spoke about just um, your your pastor and your church home and a revelation of things that you get. We're in this age now where a lot of us are at church online. You know, mm-hmm. before we would go to the local church, you know, you will be in the vicinity. You're in the church house throughout the week on the weekends and all of that. Now, because of the way that the internet has progressed, we're, you know, a lot of people are consumers of many different churches and virtual members of many different places, as opposed to really being planted somewhere that God has assigned them to be shepherded at. And so with that, how can someone identify pure leadership as they are in these online environments consuming you know, the different messages and things like that from various online spaces? Yes. So first, my first, my first thing is always going to be, please know that everybody, all skin folk ain't skin, all skin folk ain't kin folk, as they used to say, okay? All skin folk ain't kin folk. And we have to understand that. We have to know that we're in spiritual warfare what better what better warfare tactic than for me to mask myself as someone who is um, on your team and then I pull the rug from under your eyes for you to find out that it was a big switch up. 
that like that's a warfare strategy. It's called guerrilla warfare. Even, you know, like uh, my dad went to Iraq and he was talking about how like there were kids that they would they would use the kids to kind of draw the soldiers in and they would have, you know, bombs or whatever. Like this is a this is war. So understand that even your favorite, favorite person, the devil will use them. <laughs> and so I think the first thing is understanding the truth of like all skin folk and can't vote. Just because you proclaim the name of God does not mean that you're of God. And when you understand that, you know that there's work for you to do. So the first thing is that. And if you want to learn more about the appearance of false prophets, Second Peter 2, Peter was in his bag. It's way too many scriptures. It's, it's about 24, 25 verses. But Jesus, he talks about the arrogant words. He talks about um them enticing souls. He talks about them just uttering, um, it says reckless self-centered. They speak abusively of angelic majesties without trembling, whereas angels who are greater in might and power do not bring a demeaning judgment against them before the Lord. Like there's just so much goodness here. Second Peter, the second Peter two, read it all because it really talks about um, these false prophets and teachers. Then also Galatians 5, let's talk about the fruits of the spirit because it's simple. This really isn't hard. Mm -hmm. Are they demonstrating the fruits of the spirit in most things? Because nobody's perfect. So Mm -hmm. we have to give grace. Okay, because my pastor talked about all the time, like as long as I'm wrapped in flesh, I'm going to disappoint you, period. Mm -hmm. That's why y'all don't put me up on no pedestal because I'm not God. My pastor says that frequently and often. Mm -hmm. And it's not in a way to... Um, condone sin, but it's just to let you know, like, I need the same Jesus that I preach about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you ever have anyone who is not in that kind of heart posture, like, no, I need the same Jesus that I preach about. I need him too. I struggle as well. But we have to make sure that their behavior, for the most part, aligns with the fruit of the spirit and not just their behavior, but also the ministry in overall. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. 
And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So your favorite internet pastor who keeps getting caught up in marital, extramarital affairs. He keeps, he get caught up more than Usher in the song. Like he keeps (laughs) getting caught up. I would question Mm self-control. Because a lot of times the things that we, by the time we see it, it's just a manifestation of what's already rooted. Mm -hmm. It's the abundance (laughs) out of the abundance of the heart. (laughs) It's the abundance. Is there love in the church or are we condemning people? Mm -hmm. And you can correct people in truth and in love. God gives us all the instructions about providing godly correction. Mm -hmm. We can skip that part too. Is there, is there gentleness? Do you know that if your pastor, if you have an issue that they'll correct you in love? My pastor has had to rebuke me for something that I, that I, it wasn't even anything bad. It was just that um, I was not telling him I was, I did an event or something and he was like, Hey, I just want to give you a little small rebuke of like, when you're doing stuff like that, please let me know so I can cover you in prayer. Mm hmm. He's like, I love that you're, I love my independent saints, but you still need a covering and I'm your shepherd. So I'm, I'm, I have to take account for your soul. So I need you to let me know when you're doing stuff so I can be prayerful as well. Mm-hmm. And I used to have a no good pastor. So I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but he, and the way that he corrected me, it was, it was a gentle correction. Mm-hmm. Um. So the using the fruits of the spirit, that's not just for pastors, that's for anybody, any relationship that you're in. Are they gossiping? <laughs> or is there is, is gossip running rampant in your church? How you hear about Miss Such and Such's problem and you're not on the intercessory prayer team? Mm-hmm. So you have to really check the fruit. And in the social media age, it can be a little bit more difficult. Um, me and Tatum were talking about a, a guy that's on social media all the time on YouTube. And he always has a lot of, he's very vocal in his criticisms of other people. And also, he don't be saying nothing. 
Like there's no word, right? You can be critical and you can warn people and we are to speak out about false prophets, false teachers. We're supposed to to yell this from the mountaintops. And also there should be a level of God's word that's in here. Applied mm-hmm. correctly. Applied because- correctly. Yes, apply correctly. Not you gonna pull the scripture from over here that ain't got nothing to do with this. And this is why it's in, it's important for us to to understand God's word. When I hear about correction, one thing I love about the Bible is, baby, I'm the kid that if I watch my sister get in trouble for something, I ain't about to do it. I ain't about to do it. We literally get to watch other people get in trouble for stuff. It's like what I ain't gonna do is not be where I'm supposed to be and then end up as a mess. And I got a whole David situation. That's just, mm-hmm. I should learn from this. I should be able to um, not just ooh and ah at the details and the, you know, the, the gory details of their situation, but I should be able to see like, Oh no, I see the enemy in this. Mm-hmm. Let me check my own self <laughs> about how I'm doing with, um, allowing my feelings to dictate my movement, allowing pride in my life, misusing my power and the position that I have. Um, am I am I taking advantage of people? Because David definitely took advantage of the fact that he was king and he summoned his woman. Because you, what you gonna say? No, <laughs> you're the king. When the king summons you, you come. So it's making sure that I am able to look at the situation and examine myself. And once we stop doing that, now we just gossiping. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at these ministries, how are we, how are we um, holding them accountable in terms of like, okay, I saw this situation happen and it was wrong, but also, you know, the way they handled it was, 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 was good. Um, one situation, and I'm not, this is not an endorsement, but y'all know <laughs> such and such has slobbed on his brother's face. And it oh. was it was nasty. It was nasty and it wasn't it it wasn't right. And also I appreciated the apology that came after it. It wasn't just swept under the rug. It wasn't um anything that was, you know, the, to where we just pretended like it didn't happen. It wasn't that you had your wife get up here in this pulpit and call out this woman and, and you still up here preaching the next week, sir. It was, hey, I made a bad decision and I apologize. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's not an endorsement for that, but that, that was a situation where I was like, okay, he apologized. Like, let's drop it because yeah. we, the saints, we will crucify people even after they apologize. Well, what else do you want? Cause God has already forgiven him for it. Well, what else do you want? We can't be the judge, jury and the executioner. Cause now we're being self-righteous and we think that we're God. So we also have to be mindful and give grace. There's a level, again, yes, Tiffany, accountability. He owned it. He owned it. He was like, that was nasty. My bad. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. So when we look at these online ministries, one, knowing that there are false prophets. Second, knowing that the fruits of the spirit is a great place to start. And if you go up uh, further in, in Galatians 5, it talks about things like that you shouldn't see. Verse uh, 19 talks about sexual immorality. Is that running rampant in your church? Impurity, indecent behavior, idolatry, idolatry, witchcraft. If people, if people on the stage are wearing stones, girl, you better run like Forrest Gump. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. 
witchcraft, hostility. And witchcraft is even um, them manipulating to get their way. When you utilize your emotions and your power to get what you want, that is witchcraft. Disobedience, witchcraft. That's in First Samuel, I think it's First Samuel 15. So if we know that there are things like this going on in the church and everybody knows and nobody's saying anything, you need to find another church. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Envy, drunkenness, factions. Are we clicky? Because this ain't high school. If there's a bunch of clicks in the church, they not your click. <laughs> so you need to leave. Mm-hmm. It should not be like that. Outbursts of anger, selfish ambition. I don't know who that, that pastor was who got mad because that lady locked her knees and wouldn't fall out. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, you were, you, this, this pastor got so mad. I cannot remember where this clip was. But the lady, he was laying hands, and because she would fall out, he was like, Well, if you don't want the power of God, then 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 I mean across the pulpit. No. Girl, I'm fucking it and send it to you because it please was don't. I, please don't send it to it me. Was <laughs> it was outrageous. Um, even that pastor recently who was like, he basically called his church a bunch of broke boys because they wouldn't give him a Mavado watch. I was like, Y'all are playing games in God's house. I hate the internet. <laughs> It's like it's like the laughter is also like no y'all like God this is this is outrageous though. Mm -hmm. He legitimately was like you could go to Sam's Club and get this kind of watch. Am I not worth it? I mean across the pulpit. And somebody here's what made me mad. It wasn't him because the little Lucy gonna do what little Lucy gonna do. It was the lady in the crowd. Say that, Pastor. No. 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 No, don't, don't. Y'all don't be out here fooled by the hoops in the hollers of the people. Don't be fooled by the hoops in the hollers because people are out here co-signing stuff and it's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Yes, there is a level of honor and reverence for people who God places in positions, but not to the point to where they think that they are God. Mm-hmm. The same thing that got little Lucy kicked out of heaven. So we have to be mindful. Yes, people who serve and God puts in position, we honor the position, not necessarily the people. God put them there, so we honor the position. That's scripture. We honor the position, not necessarily the people. God knows that they're there, whether they're um, righteous or evil rulers. (laughs) Like God, he's used evil kings in the Bible, and it's all about honoring the position. But people start worshiping their pastor. And when you do that, you are out of line, you are out of order, and you are out of the protection of God. Mm. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous territory. So I'm always, I'm always checking. And a good pastor will tell you to check. My pastor gives slides out the yin yang to the point where other pastors have taken, we used to post them online for the saints and other pastors have taken his messages and use them word for word verbatim using his children's name in the story, like verbatim. So we, had to, kids. Girl, we had to we had to quit we had to find another way to distribute <laughs> the notes. That is ridiculous. It's wild. But a good pastor will give you, it's going to teach you. Yeah. Gone are the days of the the and the love. We don't need all that. I need you to teach me what's gonna get me through Monday through Saturday. Yeah. Teach me about discipline. Give me God's word. Show me what I need to know because I, I ain't never seen nothing 
in the Bible where Jesus was out here taking off, <laughs> taking off running across the church. Jesus walked everywhere. <laughs> His friend died. He was like, well, I'll be there in two days. <laughs> So we need to, he was a teacher. Yeah. And so understand that, you know, my pastor, he be yelling, like he yells, like he gets, he, there's passion. Mm-hmm. And also I learned there should be teaching application. Again, we talk about spiritual gluttony. It's not all of this poetic rhetoric that makes yeah. you feel good on the inside. It's the word. If you don't feel like your toes have been stepped on, it likely isn't hidden. It ain't giving what it's supposed to give. Because mm-hmm. the Bible's going to always cause, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. So mm-hmm. if it's being taught appropriately, you can at least get a little jab, a little, a little shank, mm-hmm. something, something, mm-hmm. something. Something is going to hit. The whole message may not be for you, but something is going to hit. Even when the 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 tone of the message, we did men's month. Um, we do like men's month and women's month. And even the messages in the men's month, they were applicable to all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, man, I do need to do better about my relationships and friendships and, and godly this and that. You should always have some level of like, that's where that's where I need to be focused on. That's my prayer because none of us are perfected. That's not going to happen until Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in a place where it's constantly causing you to reflect on yourself, it's the word that you hear. So for those of us who like to listen to God's word, mm-hmm. if you listen to this podcast, I listen to Taylor's podcast, okay? And I'm I'm gonna text her like, girl, what I didn't need you to do this morning before 8 a.m. is gather me. <laughs> Gather me, friend. And this is my friend. Gather me because the word is going to, to do what God, it's not going to return to him void. Yeah. So when we consume these idle words and there's no action, this is spiritual gluttony because God says that his word won't, won't return void. So if that word is not doing something and there's no level of, of, of fruit being produced in your life as a result of you consuming it, it's just gluttonous behavior. Yeah. And people say all the time, and even with me, when people say this to me, I take it with a grain of salt where you'll say like, oh, this changed my life. Did it? (laughs) What's the evidence of that change? So when I talk to people and they tell me about maybe like the impact of the podcast, what I want to hear is, or what I really take to heart is when people are like, no, I started reading my word and then that led me to do this. Or I started having mm-hmm. business meetings with God. And now that allowed me to apply uh, the word to my business. And I saw th- this result because of this seed that was planted. I'm like, yes, that mm-hmm. is a, a transformation. Not you, cha- you changed my life, meaning I just, you know, maybe made you excited for uh, the hour that you listened or whatever. And it's the same thing with like a lot of these places that we consumed is, Oh, this changed my life. What is the evidence of that change? Exactly. When you're consuming these or members of these different places online, how is that? Where's the evidence of that change in your life? Something that was even for me in my life, right? Something that really blessed me recently. My father had came over. He loves the pop up unannounced. And <laughs> I love you, Dad. I don't even be tripping half the time because we just be in a, in a house chilling. So whatever. He always loves to pop up. So he popped up 
And so uh, BJ and I were, so the baby was like trying to watch something on the tablet. And so we're real big on like, we'll let you play educational games, but you're not about to be sitting around watching YouTube all day. Like, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing that. So even if the tablet is on, it's usually like educational games. So, and then my son also knows that I'm a softie for him. So what he does is if BJ, if he goes to BJ and BJ is like, no, you can't, you know, you can't watch Little Baby Bum or Gracie's Corner. Yeah, Little Baby Bum, that's, that's, the, that's the jam right there. So if BJ is like, you can't watch Gracie's Corner, he'll come to me and like give me the little sad face. <laughs> and so this happens, so he does this all the time, but this happened when my dad was there. And so he came to me with the tablet, Gracie's Corner, Gracie's Corner. I said, hey, we can't, daddy said that there's no Gracie's Corner, so you just can't watch it. So then he get mad. He's two, so, you know, full tantrum. Yeah. It commences. And so we just sitting there looking at him. So maybe like a week later, uh, my me, my dad, and my sister had went to get breakfast. And so uh, my dad was like, you know, I was at your house last week and, uh, I, I, I try not to say his name online, so it's hard to tell the story. So he was like, and the, um, baby. the boy, <laughs> the baby, he, uh, he had asked both of y'all to watch Gracie's Corner. So BJ said no. So then he came to you and you said no too. And y'all was like on one accord about, you know, this was a small thing, but just, he noticed like, you know, you guys are on one accord. I don't know where you learned that from. Cause you ain't learned that cuss word in, in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I started busting out laughing. And so, um, but even the small things that he's noticing just in my household of how God is allowing our marriage to be, knowing that I ain't learned that there, but yeah. you know, allowing God to be in our marriage and us being on one accord as a unit when it comes to our child and with, you know, the things that happen, just being able to, to me, that's the evidence of God changing me. Because yeah. if I was a product of my environment, there wouldn't be no unity in my household. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for him to just kind of see the evidence of the transformation that God has made in my life and BJ's life and in us together as a unit, yeah. it was just a beautiful thing for me. It was small, but it was a big deal to me. Yeah. Even like now, like my dad will come over and he'll cuss and he'll be like, oh, excuse my language. I'm like, since when you excuse your language? Like, you know, it's never even... Cause he still sometimes don't excuse his language because yeah. he's top of a sailor. But even that you have you see enough of the way that we try to represent holiness that you're trying to excuse your language while you're in our house. I don't even ask him to half the time because I'm just yeah. used to it, I guess. But I was just like, you know, that's what's up. But that's yeah. that's fruit. And yes. it's not, you know, some big grandiose thing that mm-hmm. everybody can see online or some big post that I can make. But it's just the reality yeah. uh, in the fruit of just everyday regular relationships yep. that shows the fruit of how God has changed and transformed our home and us yes. and our marriage. And like for anybody going back to, you know, where you decide to be planted at you should be able to see evidence of being changed in your life besides the high and the emotions of this feels good. Cause at that's, this point, just start saying that that felt great to hear, yes. <laughs> but it didn't change your life because there's no evidence of that transformation. <laughs> so you should always be in a place to where they are sending you back. They're exemplifying everything that Charlotte mentioned, but they're also sending you back to the word and that you're able to then learn 
and grow and be transformed as a result of that leadership. And it's so undervalued, I think, in this online space of truly being planted in the place that God called you to be. Because similar to you, like with our church, we're just now getting ready to plant to be doing services on Sundays. But still, my pastor and first lady have covered me for years. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They started as our premarital counselors. So they've been our leadership for years. So when I'm opening up a new, um, you know, open up Anchor Media Studios and we have this new business. So they're coming like, all right, we about to anoint this property. So we got you know, anointing oil, we plead in the blood of Jesus, setting the atmosphere in that place. So everybody that comes, yes, a place of business, but this is an altar for the Lord. So you want to come in here and feel the word, the the glory of God, whether you know God or not. Yeah. And so just to be able to have that covering, or I can be able to say, I'm about to go here and speak like, all right, hold on. Where are you going? Let me cover you. Let me pray for you. Now we're going to fast. I I know you got an event coming up. So let's fast leading up to the event to make sure that the place is just a place I can go and be covered and be planted and truly be taught and be a student. Like it's just, it's such an undervalued thing. Yes. We need to be planted. Right. Like we talk a lot about the, the challenges that can come with church, but church is still good. God, God, like God created these positions of leadership. He, he created fivefold ministry. He yeah. put us in position. So yes, we are to be disciples of Jesus Christ. And also we should have a good covering. So that's why my pastor, when he talks about people, when people, whenever people join the church, I love that he says that he doesn't take it lightly. And he always talks about, he doesn't consider himself a pastor. He considers himself a shepherd because shepherding is a dirty word and pastoring people are glorified. He's like, shepherding means that when you're in the mud, I'm in the mud with you. I got to pull you out the mud. We got to clean you up. We got to, I'm going to get down in the stuff with you. And so I love that, that analogy because it is, when I knew that I was in the right space, I knew. And so I would encourage people not to neglect the, the thing, the, the, what is the, the scripture about not neglecting the corporate work, the gathering of of the saints, something to that manner Mm -hmm. that we were able to do it online, but online is, is supplemental. That's good. It's a supplement. It's like a vitamin. Like you can, it's good for you. Mm -hmm. It's the right place, the right kind of vitamins. If it's it's good for you, but it's, it's not food. You can't live and sustain off of that because Mm -hmm. we need to be in relationship as well. I'm in relationship with my pastor, my first lady. When that hurricane happened, we were getting phone calls. They were trying to figure out where we were, making sure that our family was good. We're we're in relationship. Mm -hmm. And so Although it may be, it may seem tempting to your flesh to go to the big, shiny mega church, um, et cetera, et cetera. You need to treat them just as you need to, they need to go and undergo just as much scrutiny um, as far as testing the spirit as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And what happens is we see, we deem what we think as success as as the same thing as success in God. And that's not true. So just because there's a thousand people that go to that church, that don't mean that pastor not wicked. That means that we need to pray for all thousand of them people because <laughs> something is off. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just because there there's big numbers and the smoke screens are good and, mm-hmm. and the lighting is great and the worship be hidden don't mean that God is in that place. I've walked into places and be like, uh, not you out here shouting and passing out because 
Because it ain't God. It's in the spirit. It ain't the Holy Spirit, though. It's this one. It's not him. It's not him. It's, it's so important that we under that we understand that. I want to circle back real quick to I had talked about how God talks about disobedience um, and witchcraft. And you know, I'm gonna give a scripture because we take everything back to God. Yeah. If I don't take you, I'm not just talking to be talking. It's first Samuel 15, 23 says rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. Mm. So I, anytime I teach, and if you ever, if you're in the society um, and you, y'all know, I'm gonna give you the word. Cause I don't, it's not even me teaching. It's just God saying what he said. It's not hard. <laughs> Well, I think that we make it more complex. It's not hard. You can have a couple tools. We talked about the Bible project. We talk about got questions. Um, I love the Bible hub lexicon where I can see the the scripture in the Greek and the Hebrew, because a lot of times um, the Greek and Hebrew language is very diverse. So they have different meaning the word love in the Greek, there's eros, there's agape, there's, um, there's Philadelphia, like uh, phila, 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 whatever the one, Philadelphia is the root of, but brotherly love. Whereas with English, it's just love. We think in Keisha Cole and God has a whole nother, (laughs) there's a whole nother definition behind this. So it really is, yes, girl. We think in Keisha Cole and that's wrong. (laughs) You think baby boy, that's wrong. That is not love. And so really taking the opportunity to not just read the word. The Bible doesn't say read the word and then you'll have success. It says study. And when you study something, it's called a discipline in school. Mm-hmm. Nursing was my discipline. Business was your discipline. Mm-hmm. And so we need to make it our discipline. So that means the same way that I was up doing pharmacology med cards when I did not feel like. I walked around with my husband will tell y'all how I walked around on date night. I would bring date. I didn't start until the food hit the table because I'm bringing this book. <laughs> Uh, the, the, whatever the case, whatever I was in, whatever class I was in, the book was coming. And so likewise, we need to treat God the same way. Like the book is coming. I don't care what environment I'm in. The book is coming. I'm going to make time and prioritize spending time in God's word because this is my discipline. There are other, and my pastor brought this up yesterday that a lot of times as Christians, we are not as powerful in position in the way in the world as how we should be is because we lack discipline. When somebody follows some of these other faiths, the people of Islam, baby, they will stop in traffic because mm-hmm. it's time to pray. Mm-hmm. And we make praying seem like such an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And they're not even praying to the God that's alive. <laughs> like, like this is wild. Mm-hmm. We have become so, so spoiled. God has spoiled us. Maybe we got the Bible at our fingertips. We got all, all of this information. This is where we go back to being gluttonous. We have all of it. And yet we still don't adhere to it. We're still not studying it. It's not a knowledge deficit. It's the fact that you're not walking in, in obedience. I, I talk, I'm learning a lot about and challenging myself to um, for obedience, like obedient execution of what God says. Because when I do the things... <laughs> That's where the fruit comes from. But mm-hmm. God is not just talking for me to just be like, oh, I feel so good. I feel inspired, but there's no impact. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what God has said. The last thing I want to cover, I'm 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 this is good. 
the last thing I want you to give is just some tips for people who are, they be listening to this. They now understand the importance of going back to the word. What are some tips and Bible study methodologies that they can use to truly being able to comprehend what they're reading so that they can apply it? Yeah, I actually, so um, I teach this class called Renew and I'll send you the link so we can link it in the show notes um, where we talk about applying the word. So it really was, I was reading Romans 12 and two and it was talking about renewing our mind because renewal has to come before transformation. So when you renew your mind, then you'll be transformed, right? So the transformation first has to be preceded by renewal. And so you read the word, engage with it. So that means that you are finding out what the times were. If y'all, if there's, I used to not understand how people be like, girl, I've been reading Hebrews for six months. What? Like to the new believer, I was like, it's, it's not that long. (laughs) Six months worth of reading. However, when, what I've learned is it's not really reading. I've been studying Hebrews for six months. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense to me because when you really get into it, you start reading um, and learning about the history. Um, we, they talk about, I've, I forgot the exact term in school, but about, oh yeah, closing the distances. So one, one, one time God had led me to the book of Philemon to study and to teach this lesson. And I was like, God, we're not going to skeet skirt past the, the, this whole, this guy was a slave thing. Yeah we're going to talk about the slavery issue. (laughs) Um, And then it took for me closing the distances, meaning that you have to understand the times because if you just see it and you see the word slave, you assume that God was a proponent of the type of slavery that took place here in the United States. And that's absolutely false. Right. Slavery in that time period was an economic decision, kind of like your job. <laughs> That's really what it was. It was it was like your place of employment. So they deemed it slavery, but it was for you to be able to pay off debt, pay your bills. It was a financial decision. And not only did slaves have um have like a regulation or you know, had to adhere to the things that their ma- their master's leadership, but the masters had a responsibility for their slaves. Mm. So they, they, the slaves had rights, like you wouldn't about to do all of this. And I believe it was like at, after seven years, y- your debt was deemed paid off, whether you had finished or not. And so we see these things and uh, to the naked eye or to the, to the ear that doesn't hear and the heart that doesn't receive because you haven't studied, you think that God is a proponent of what happened to black and brown people. And that is not true. He actually despises it. That that is the perfect, the perfect example of the enemy taking something that God meant for good and then utilizing it for evil. He's like the king of counterfeit. So it's not a Louis Vuitton. It's a Uwe. Uwe, that is horrible. (laughs) Z is doing the Atlanta upside down. A, and you're just like, what is happening here? (laughs) Engaging in the text. Going to and learning, like, okay, what, what was, what's up with this slavery issue? Like, God, we got to talk about this. So now, when people are like, oh, well, God condones slavery, I'm like, you clearly don't study the Bible. I'm not even gonna argue with you. You mm-hmm. don't study the Bible because we're all made in His image and in His likeness. So there's no way that He would condone that. It's just the enemy <laughs> doing what He does and taking the things of God and manipulating them so that other people can, um, can, can be elevated. It's greed. 
right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to engage with the text. That means that you read the history. Um, I even go as far as like going to Google Earth. Like we have a lot of tools. Like you can go on Google Earth and baby, I be walking the streets of Jerusalem. I was like, look at this. <laughs> on Google Earth, we can utilize the tools. It does not have to be boring. A lot of times it's like, wow, this is dope. And that's how you end up spending hours in, in God's word is because you, as you spend more time and you engage with it, we have to remember that these this isn't some fictional fairy tale story. These are people. David really had his baby mama uh, husband killed. <laughs> like he's a real person. And so engaging in it allows it to be something that is new. Now, the and and renew stands for investigate. And I know that investigate starts with an I, but this is my acronym and this is what we're doing. So <laughs> it's, it's investigate, right? You want to make sure that you're like getting down to the nitty gritty. I want to know what this is all about. I want the information. Who was David? Who was David's daddy? How did this happen? What happened? Like what happened here uh, with his kids after the fact? I want all the tea. Okay, I'll be in the shave room. Maybe if you if you go to, to Philippians, you can find the tea. Like the tea be hot. <laughs> this one was wild. Wow. So there's a story in the Bible about this, this girl who her husband died and the, the father-in-law, the brothers, they were supposed to take her on. It was like there was a responsibility to her and they wouldn't do it. This girl dressed up as a prostitute and slept with her father-in-law. And then he would, yes, girl. And then he had to take care of her. And she stole his, uh, she took like his, there was something that belonged to him that only this person would have. And she had it. So I just imagine her sitting at the door, waiting at the door, like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Yeah. Oh, you're going to take care of me. (laughs) I'm like, yo, this story. I was like, God, it's 630 in the morning. It's too early. (laughs) (laughs) So she slept when she dressed up as a prostitute and slept with him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, So when you get into it, it's actually really good. And then the next thing you do is evaluate. That's that self-examination part. Okay, God, I see that David was out here. You know, how can I learn from this even as a woman? Well, David was supposed to be at war. He was out of position. Okay. Am, Am I out of position in any area of my life. Mm-hmm. And then once God, once you do that examination and God shows it to you, you walk it out and you could play DJ Unk if you'd like, but you better do it. Just whatever he says, just do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then even recently God was showing me that um, there's a way that like a quick way is like, if you have a scripture, pray, like read it, pray about it. Then whatever revelation you get in your studies, write it down. Then ask yourself, like, what spiritual warfare tactic? Like, how how is the enemy using this for me or against me? And how can I use this for the victory? So I was reading uh, Matthew 6, 14, which is about forgiveness. Okay, God, I read it. Let me pray. I'm going to get off all of uh, my, like, revelations. Any questions that you have, write them down. Then let's talk about how God, how the enemy can use this against me. Well, unforgiveness hinders my prayers. Unforgiveness um, is, you know, I can't even talk to God. And so I need to make sure that I check this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now how can I implement forgiveness in my life? Well, the Bible says I'm supposed to be seven times 77. Okay. God, show me anybody who I'm not like who I haven't forgiven. And then the last thing is you solidify that with truth, with God's word, what other scriptures support what God just taught you. 
Mm-hmm. And then the next day, you can take the very same scriptures that you wrote down at the bottom and study the next one again. Mm-hmm. And it just continues over and over again. So there's so many different ways. There's no right or the, the biggest wrong way is just to not do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You have to find what's going to work for you. So there's the soap method and acts. There's all these different tools. You just need to find what works. But the most important thing is to show up every day and be in God's face. I love it. Well, let's wrap up here. I mean, we've been on here for an hour and 43 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I don't know about Jesus. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, doing this interview and talking about spiritual gluttony. Of course, that takes us to so many other different places. Uh, mm-hmm. But the root cause, you guys, or the root of everything here is be disciplined yeah. in studying the word and seeking God and yeah. being transformed by him. Not let's not be super consumers to what everybody else has to say about God or having second, third, fifth hand faith, but really knowing the character of God and knowing him for yourself. Be mm-hmm. gentle with yourself. Give yourself grace, but don't give yourself excuses. Come on. And truly just get into the word. So, Sharla, tell the people about anything that you got going on. We'll do the link in the show notes for the uh, Renew Method Bible study. But anything else you have going on you want to plug? Yes, my podcast is coming back out at the top of the year, Prescription for Purpose. We are doing a a name change from Goggles and Girl Talk to Prescription for Purpose. So make sure y'all go and like and subscribe. Um, I do Bible studies um, every every two weeks in the society. So be a part of the society. Y'all, this last fast was outrageous. And I mean that in, in the best sense, outrageous. By the end, all of us were crying. Me, Tato, Raza Kavaya, like there was just so much that God did. Um, God did, that's all I hear. Like God did, like there's so much that God did. So definitely um, hit us up in the society um, and you can follow me on all social things at Prescription for Purpose. So it's Rx for Purpose and make sure y'all get connected. This was amazing. So I'm always happy to be here. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. What could be germier than a bathroom doorknob? Try unclean countertops, TV remotes, fridge handles, gaming controls, and all kinds of things around the house. Help your family stay happy, healthy, and uninterrupted by illness this year with Clorox disinfecting wipes, Clorox bleach, and Clorox disinfecting mist. They kill 99.9% of cold and flu viruses on hard, non-porous surfaces when used as directed. So get germs out of the way and get on with your day with Clorox. You're unstoppable when you start clean. The there's always time for the drive-through deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Start your morning at McDonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast. 
Try the steak, egg, and cheese bagel or the sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.